0: intro of the podcast, should I be like, welcome to the Eric Lang show?
1: Sure. But people know what they're listening to, right? I mean,
0: I would hope so. It has like if, little
1: texts underneath. So <laughs> if you have somehow
0: stumbled onto this podcast, I would like to apologize. First of all, I noticed that, you know, this is all new to me, but I noticed that it's, um, it says, um, explicit, you know, parental advisory. It has the black and white parental advisory that, that it had on the Easy E albums when I was a kid. Yeah. Well,
1: you know? The thing is with iTunes, even if you curse just one time in the entire hour episode, it counts as explicit. That
0: episode is explicit. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, we did it again. I don't really care. I mean, what's the deal with cursing anyway? Like, is it that big of a deal?
1: Yeah, I mean, we live in such a Puritan society, you know? Yeah. But then gun violence is okay.
0: Okay, he did it. He did it. All, All right, we got political. Yep. Let's move on. Um, so one of the things that uh, that I am, you know, I'm thinking about some of the things going on in the future here. Um, there's two things that I'm thinking about, and I wanted to talk about them with you guys because I'm, I'm hoping that at some point, you know, one of my favorite parts about Instagram is, uh, you know, like the interaction. You know what I mean? Like it's a it's a two way street, as they say, right? Yeah. It works both ways. The knife cuts both <laughs> No, but I mean I do I do like how on Instagram, you know, it's a it's a community to some extent. And you know, I mean I I, I always wonder about this. Do you think The Rock scrolls through his feed?
1: No. I mean I think <laughs> I mean, when you get to a certain point of success, I mean, don't you kind of like, you know, whether people have negative or positive things to say about you, you kind of just kind of... No, no, no. Like, to... like,
0: cause he follows people. How many people does The Rock follow? I want to know right now. But like, you know, do you think that like, cause he, I feel like I've seen him comment on people's stuff, you know, The Rock. It's not coming up. Wait, did The Rock's account get suspended like Trump's? <laughs> do you think? Wait, are you
1: searching for The Rock or Dwayne Johnson?
0: It comes up under The Rock. There it is. Oh, okay. Uh, The Rock. He follows two hundred and four people. Who the hell does The Rock follow? I'll bet he follows. Oh, he follows Conor McGregor, legend. Michael Phelps, big golfer. Um, But do you think? Do you think The Rock scrolls through his feed? Like, do you think he scrolls down and he's like liking shit?
1: Yeah. I mean, are you trying to say like some people are just so insular they only care about like what they put out there? Yeah. Like, is it
0: really a one-way street? But but then again, it's not because The Rock even comments back on people. You know, I don't know. But anyway, what I like about Instagram is that it it works both ways. And I've met people off Instagram, you know, Um, actually, you know, I did read, I did, there was an article that came out. I can't remember who wrote it, but it was that, uh, you know, guess what the newest dating app is. What is it? Instagram. Uh, (laughs) Have you heard this? No. no. Yeah. And it's like, and it, it kind of, actually, this is turning into a bigger discussion, but you Know, I have a theory around the birth of the selfie. Have I told you this? No, so it's basically, um, everyone knows if you're in golf, you know, you know, Paige Renee, Paige Spiranak. Wait, was it Paige Renee? Spiernak. I can't remember, anyway. P- Paige, everybody knows Paige, and um, you know, she's kind of famous. Do you know her?
1: Uh, yeah, there was a controversy about her recently,
0: exactly. Yeah, yeah. so she's. Always been kind of the center of some type of discussion. Uh, good for her. Now, you know, the, her critics will say that she's not talented and she basically posts sexy photos of herself. Um, her supporters would say that she sticks up, you know, she she's living her life and, you know, she's making money. Um, you know, my personal opinion, I'll get into that in a minute. But the reason why I bring it up is because she... If you go back into her feed, like to the first photo, it's literally a photo of her of a fairway with no one in it. And the second photo is like a couple weeks later, and it's like her wearing rain pants and like a hoodie holding a trophy. And then the next photo is like some range balls. And the next photo is like her dog. And then the next photo is boring, boring, boring. And then all of a sudden, there's a photo of her wearing a red v-neck sweater and you know she she's she has large breasts so like you know all of a sudden that's on display and now i don't know when the likes happened but obviously the first photos have a couple hundred likes you know all of a sudden the sweater photo thousands and i don't know if people went back in time and looked at her profile it's impossible to know that but you know what i do notice from my own instagram is that uh when I post a photo of myself, it gets more likes. Do you notice that? Yeah. You know? Do you have a personal Instagram? No, I don't really use So it you don't much. know what it's like. You just you just yesed me.
1: Well, I know what it's like from your perspective because, you know, I live vicariously through your Instagram account. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Frightening. Okay. Uh, Joke. <laughs> Jeff shows up late at night. <laughs> I had a fight with my wife. <laughs> By the way, you could sleep on my couch anytime. Oh, thank I'm you. I'm not even. You really could. Um, so. You know, it's like, it's like you are taught, we are all taught by our followers that photos of ourselves are more valuable. Yeah. And so, and Paige had that. And with Paige, it's sort of, there's an extra like mix to it, which is that it's a, there is, um, you know, to some extent she is choosing to sexualize herself. I would say, I think probably anyone would say, um, You know, and she, and sometimes she comments like, oh, I wasn't sure if I should post this photo of me wearing basically a bra and I feel bad because, you know, I don't want to get, you know, negative comments or whatever. And the truth is, no matter what anybody's doing online, none of it deserves hate. You know, none of it deserves negative comments. That's, that's like absurd. Although that does remind me like when I, the first, so we talked about my, the origin of my career on camera and you know i posted this video of me kind of being like hey i'm eric i'm making a movie about golf and da 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 and i'm wearing a t-shirt and it got reposted on some blogs and you know blogs have an area for comments and like the first comment i ever read i swear to god was it was like uh, golf wrx i think and they were like eric lang's making a new movie da 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 and um, the the first comment under the video was I want to kill this person. <laughs> <laughs> and it like really hurt my feelings. Like I was fucked up by it. Um, but it didn't make you want
1: to stop. I mean, you kept, you know.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't really get a lot of negative comments because I'm not really very polarizing. You know, like I'm sure some people would wish that I wear a collar. I think I think I have had some comments about that. Um, but, you know, whatever. I mean, it's it's, I don't really put too much attention to it. But the thing I'm talking about is, you know, like, so, you know, Paige posted a picture of herself. All of a sudden she became popular. I post a picture of myself. All of a sudden, like the people that follow me care, even if it's just my mom, you know what I mean? Like, she's like, you know, the reason why I follow you is because of you, you know? Um, I don't really, you know, obviously there's certain people that just post nice photos of, of nature, but you follow them for that. So if they post a picture of themselves, it would be like, oh, get out of here. You know, like. Yeah.
1: That's so, inherently what the account is. It's not, yeah. yeah.
0: And so anyway, I, I don't even know how we got into that, but the, 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 the part of Instagram I like and hopefully the part of the podcast that I like is, you know, a bit of a conversation. So obviously, the, if you're listening to the podcast, you don't have a microphone, um, so that does make it hard. But you do have the ability to weigh in with some questions, right? Yeah. Oh, wait, what was I going to say? I was going to say something like, how is the podcast going? I can't remember. How's (laughs) Jeff? What are you doing?
1: I'm looking at our notes. You know, sometimes
0: (laughs) when you look at your dog and it just is looking at you in the cutest way, Jeff just made that face like.
1: (laughs) I was looking back at our notes to see if I was missing something. Uh, You can't
0: let them know that we have notes because then it seems like it's kind of you don't want to
1: break the uh, the barrier there, the eighth
0: wall. (laughs) Um, All right. So what else? Um, no, there was something about that though. It was like it was like going like, oh, fuck. Are we gonna need to delete this part of the podcast? I really don't want to delete parts of the podcast. I want it to be completely real, 100% real. Stream like of the consciousness.
1: Things that you think are 100% real aren't really real. <laughs> <laughs> you know that, right? It's all a construct. Is that,
0: <laughs> that is frightening. Oh, what it was is I meet people on Instagram. Yes. And Instagram is a dating app. And yeah. And page the birth of the selfie. There it goes. So I have met people on Instagram and actually, you know, um, I actually like a good random DM. I like a good slide into the DM. I may not get back right away and obviously there are some, you know, I, I read, I try to read most of them, but you know, a lot of them are really nice. Like, Hey, um, you know, I, I love the, I love the show. And do you want to play golf at Augusta national? Actually, I haven't gotten that one yet, but, <laughs> but, um, but anyway, I like the conversation um, and I hope that this podcast can continue that. Speaking of Augusta National, um, you know, with this podcast, it's essentially a four-wheeler. Do you know what I mean by that?
1: Uh, Two other people joining in at some point.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, no, it's like a four-wheeler. Like we can go wherever the fuck we want. We can go anywhere. We can take this podcast anywhere. Do you, do you see I'm getting that? Yeah, so
1: we can be on the road. We can go on location with the Eric Lynch yeah. Show. you can't come with me though.
0: I can't. I can't afford that.
1: <laughs> also, I'll Facetime it.
0: I can't bring you, but but we could go. But we, as in me and the other people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can phone in. Jeff will phone in. I'll
1: watch your Insta story.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I try on the Insta stories, you know. I try really hard. Yeah. Um. How about? Okay. So, but the Masters what should we do for the masters for the podcast? So, so this is actually a thing like, what do you have any ideas for the masters? You're you're, what do you do? Are you driving your car? Do you pull over and tell me your idea? The Eric Lang show at gmail.com because I don't really, I'm, I have some ideas, but I don't really know. Like, should I do, should we do like a man on the street? Should we interview other people going to the masters or is that boring? Should we um you know like go meet the weird the weird, wild and wonderful residents of Augusta, Georgia? Augusta is a very small town. do you know this, Jeff?
1: Uh, no, I've never been to Augusta before. No
0: one has unless you're a fan of golf, a tradition unlike any other. So you know anyway, I'm thinking about the masters. it's coming up in uh, a little more than a month.
1: So were you invited to the masters?
0: Yeah, I got a uh, golf digest just gave me a media pass. So I can. You didn't know that? Do you not listen to the podcast? Well, Jeff? I want the
1: listeners to. Uh, oh, so you're to be reminded
0: again? Not real. <laughs> Jeff is such a charlatan. Yeah, but what if you're just jumping you're like in Jack. and you haven't,
1: you know, you don't remember the last episodes? You've had a busy oh. life, you know, for the last.
0: You think people? Do you think anyone's listening just to episode three? By the way, if you just started, I love you. If you like, if you literally like, we're like, I'm not listening to one and two. I'm going straight to three. I love you. I, I don't know why, but I just love you because you're backwards. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I start reading books from the back.
1: Really? Yeah, because just like, like know, in case you don't, you decide not to finish it at some point. Yeah, I just
0: want to know. Well, I just kind of want to know like what I'm getting into. You know, there's other things I do backwards. Um, do you eat dessert before your? Entree? I used to. I used to regularly. Yeah, because I was just like, save room for dessert. That's so hard. Why don't I just get it in there first, and then I'll try to save room for food. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do it anymore, though, because I think it's kind of bad for your blood sugar. Yeah. You know? Like dessert does meant care. to be at the end. Jeff doesn't care. You know, do you... Um, okay, well, anyway, the Masters, think about it. If you have any ideas, if you're going to be at the Masters, let me know. We could maybe play Augusta. I don't know if it's going to be that busy that week. Guys what are the chances that I'm going to get to play Augusta national in the media lottery?
1: Oh, so you're in the lottery that possibly play.
0: I think like 10 to 20% of the media credentialed people get lotteried into playing Augusta national on Monday after the masters. Wow. How crazy.
1: Very crazy. I feel like
0: this year's my year though. Here's the thing though. If I do get to play Augusta, this is going to sound really weird. And I'm not a morbid person. Well, I'm kind of morbid, but in a way, like, that sort of fuels my positivity. I feel like if I play Augusta, I really need to be careful after that. Because I feel like the universe is like, you're on thin ice, bro. It's too good. I played in the Pro-Am at the Waste Management and then Augusta. The only things left would be Pine Valley, really. Seminole. But you know what I mean? Like, that would be... Do you ever think about that? You feel
1: like you were too lucky.
0: Too lucky. Uh I mean... Does that sound weird?
1: So it's almost as if, like, you're afraid because you were so lucky, like, some crazy disaster is going to fall upon you in a way.
0: Yeah, I mean, it probably wouldn't even be a crazy disaster. It probably wouldn't even be that interesting. It would, it would probably just be, like, I would, like, I would be, like, at Whole Foods, and then, like, there would be, like, some, like, you know, sauce would be on the ground. Like, maybe, maybe someone opened an olive oil, and it, like, drips out and then I'm like I walk past it but I don't touch it the first time and then I'm like oh I forgot something and then I kind of go back down the aisle to like get that thing I forgot which was probably even like a gift for a friend you know like I'm probably like oh my god Jeff would love this and maybe it's like you know build your own like vanilla latte you know (laughs) and I go back to get it and then as I'm going back to get it I just I'm kind of walking fast then I hit the olive oil shatter my skull coma you know, brain dead. For how Man. long? Who knows? <laughs> Walt Disney. Could be hundreds of years. You know? How do you, do you think about that? No. Do, you don't think about your own death? No, no. I just Ever?
1: live my life day by day. I mean, what's the, what's the point?
0: Well, there's, there's a big point, I think. That when, you, when you think about your own death, you really get a chance to, uh, you know, realize how impermanent it all is. And therefore put more energy and value into what you have right now, which technically for you and me, it's this podcast. Yeah,
1: But then I think if you acknowledge (laughs) that that's the inevitable thing, then you'll just live every moment, you know, to the best of its ability.
0: Wait, so you are enlightened? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) No, but it's like a samurai thing. You know, every samurai is like today is a good day to die. And therefore, they'll be a good soldier. Like my favorite quote. Oh, my God. Can I play my favorite quote? My favorite quote from any show is from Band of Brothers. Have you seen Band of Brothers? I have. Here's a great Here's a great callback. I watched Band of Brothers because a guy named Stu Bone told me to watch it. Where did I meet Stu Bone? On Instagram. He hit me up and said, hey, I'm playing Rustic Canyon. Let me know if you want to play. And if you know me, like I will basically play golf with anybody if it's feasible. If I'm there at then, you know, if I'm, if I'm at that time. You're never afraid
1: somebody's going to like catfish you on Instagram. What would they do?
0: What would they do? It would just be interesting anyway. (laughs) Um, all right, wait, hang on a second. I'm going to pause this. All right. I found it. So yeah. So Stu Bone told me to watch Band of Brothers. And so here's, here's one of my favorite quotes about like soldiers in, in like, and like the military and it's from Band of Brothers. Like don't tell anybody we could get in trouble for this. Can we get in trouble for this? No, no, you're good. No, we're good. Right. You ready? Oh, here we go. You know why you hid in that ditch, Blythe? I was scared. We're all scared. You hid in that ditch because you think there's still hope. But, Blythe, the only hope you have is to accept the fact that you're already dead. And the sooner you accept that, the sooner you'll be able to function as a soldier is supposed to function, without mercy, without compassion, without remorse. All war depends upon it. That's it. Pretty awesome, right? It is. Did you get? Did you feel something when I played that?
1: I mean, somebody's, you know, great performance in Band of Brothers. What Why are you got to break
0: the fourth wall? It's <laughs> not a performance. That's real life. That's a documentary.
1: Band of Brothers? Yeah. yeah.
0: I don't know. Anyway, I mean, it's. I think it's pretty interesting, like the idea that like you ultimately, you really can't get anything until you give up everything. And sort of that's how like being in the flow of life works, you know? I don't know if I told you. I did. I did. We did. We talk about in the in the last episode how I've been having kind of a hard time recently.
1: Yeah, especially uh, coming back from all the stuff you were working on.
0: Yeah, and so, you know, and one of the things that's been hard is like I don't know how how old the average listener is, but like you know I'm thirty seven, and like it's just funny to watch, you know, the interweaving of friendships as you go through life. You know what I mean and you know some friends come some friends go some friends return some friends move you know what i mean some friends piss you off and i've kind of realized one crucial thing my, my birthday was like a month ago and like one thing i've really realized is that everyone without exception is fucked up no no one is really going to behave the way you think they should or the way you know you want them to or the way you think you would do you know what i mean yeah And it's been like a really wonderful realization because I've been catching up with all these wonderful old friends that essentially, to get really personal, like I lost as a result of my kind of, um, I apologize, unknown caller. Oh, you know what, I gotta answer this, hang on. Hey, Sklar Brothers here, Randy and Jason, and we have a couple of podcasts. If you you know them or you don't know them, check them out. We do View from the Cheap Seats, which is sports and comedy. And we have a podcast called Dumb People Town, where we break down stupid behavior done by stupid people in this stupid world of ours. It is hilarious. Check them both out. And now, check out this podcast. Um, So, you know, all that is to say, like, in the past um, period of time, you know, it's been uh who you're gonna need to edit some of this because this is a mess yeah i we took a break i got a phone call from the iphone repair guy and now i'm totally distracted but i think we were talking about reuniting with old friends and the biggest part of it for me was essentially um you know having a hard time with re (laughs) we're just a mess out (laughs) there we're just a mess and then we actually started, rec- we started the podcast, but I forgot to press record. So there was like a couple great minutes of awesome podcast that's now literally gone. The only person who's recording it is like NASA.
1: But what was it that you told me before? If you let go of, you know, <laughs> <everything>. <laughs> so now we have the opportunity to start fresh and maybe even be better than what we ended up not recording. <laughs> I feel like
0: you're being kind of funny, <laughs> but so the idea was, um, you know, in the, it's been a really nice time over the past couple of weeks and I've, cause I've been kind of down after returning from all the travel birthday blues, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, it's been really nice to fall into a net of people that I've known for a long time that I haven't been that close to recently. And I think, you know, one of the things about traveling is like, it's so exciting, but then you return home and it's always a bit of like a, you know, you kind of feel like you're free floating in space. Like, when you're on the road, it's like military. Like you've got a thing to do. you got a job you got to do and you got to download and you got to shoot this and sunrise and time-lapse and a flight and the bags are lost and the bags are found and what seat am I in? And oh my God, let's go to this restaurant. Oh my God, let's get coffee. Ah, you know what I mean? But then when you get home, it's like, I have no mission. My mission is aborted. You know, whatever. You're just, and so like I was noting that I went to the supermarket the other day and I just felt so relaxed and relieved. So anyway, there's that period of Kind of, uh, you know, melancholy upon returning, and you know, for whatever reason, you know, the experience for me of you know being uh, 37, having been married and now not, and having you know going through all these different friendships with people living in New York, living in LA. The most interesting thing about the past couple of weeks is I've been reuniting with a lot of old friends, and. You know, one of the most interesting parts of all this is like just realizing how we think we know something about life or someone. And then all of a sudden it's revealed, oh, what I thought I knew was bullshit because now I know everybody's fucked up, right? Every, every, no one is perfect. And in a sense, therein lies like the kind of jewel of it all. Like, it's like, that's like the joke. Like that's the fortune cookie. Is it's like, don't expect much because we're all doing it for the first time, you know? And it's been a really wonderful, like, you know, when you drop the rope, do you know what I'm talking about? You yeah. ever have something where you're like really and you just drop the rope and you're like, huh, whatever, I'm going to, I'm sick of pulling, you know?
1: Yeah. It's just a huge relief. You don't have to worry about, you know, uh, especially like in friendships, like people do let you down and then, you know, a lot of people kind of break the friendship off immediately, but. If your expectation is, okay, it'll be a pleasant surprise if this person actually treats me well, then, you know.
0: Yeah, so, and what's interesting is, I think I'm realizing on my own end of it all, is like, you know, the experience of getting divorced is brutal. Like, it's hard. You know, especially in Hollywood. Especially with a group of people that all, you know, with the exclusion of about a dozen, maybe two dozen. Most of these people want to be successful. Oh, I feel like I'm saying things that aren't exactly true, but whatever it is, it's very difficult for the people around a divorce to deal with it because who do they, you know, well, hitting the mic, who do they go with? You know what I mean? What do they do? What do they say? Like, it's funny. Cause I actually, um, you know, I, um, I, uh, you know Toby McGuire got divorced. Do you remember that? Yeah. And what's really funny is I don't really look at that news very much, but I I know Toby through a, a few different avenues, and um, you know we're we're friends, whatever, friendly. And I was going to email him because I I had a question for him specifically, and I didn't know if he spelled his name T O B Y or T O B E Y, so I emailed him and I and I oh I Googled him to see how I how he spelled it. Cause I spell my name with a K and I don't like when people spell it with a C. So I Googled him and it comes up, he's getting a divorce and I was like, Oh shit. And I was like, well, I'm not like his homie. So I'm not going to be like, you know, I, if I was, I would know. Yeah. But I was like, what do I do? So I just wrote him and I was like, Hey, I was going to email you to ask you a question. And then I looked up how to spell your name. Cause I didn't realize that there was an E in there. And now I see you're getting a divorce and I'm really sorry. And, um, I, I didn't realize, cause I was still married at the time and I don't think I realized maybe how important that was because when my divorce news came out, I didn't get as much of those as I thought I would, or as I would have liked. And, you know, I just think that that process is really difficult and what's really great now about being out of it for, you know, the, the amount of time it's been is like, kind of revisiting a lot of the friendships that in a sense were more distant due to or during the marriage, you know, like, and I'm sure that this is probably a universal thing that people who get married, you know, friends, some friends just sort of move away, not physically, but just, did you experience that?
1: Yes. And some people just don't fit into the like overall, you know, overall not overall plan of the marriage, but they just, just don't fit into your life in the same way that they used to.
0: Right. And I mean, like imagine that for a normal situation and like, this is like, instead, you know, you're marrying like, you know, in my case, someone who's like the social scene is like incredibly exclusive, uh, flashy, you know what I mean? Like, um, and yeah, you can't, you can't bring your friends. Is it
1: because it's like uncomfortable to bring those people around? There's just
0: no invitation there. It's not possible. Yeah. You know, you cannot for the most part. You just do can't all that.
1: mix certain people with other people. Yeah, you just I mean, no. you know that. Like
0: if you had all of your friends over, would some people not get along? Yeah. Right? I mean you have I feel like everybody has like pockets of friends, right? Yeah. Like I have my golf friends and then I have like, you know, my It's all other, different worlds Yeah. Of people. I have my friends that don't drink. I have my friends that play golf. I have my friends that like I work with. Um I have my friends from New York that I grew up with. Um you know, yeah, and and that's kind of my pockets, right? Yeah. So anyway, it's been really interesting reconnecting with all of these old friends that, you know, we just we just separated either pointedly or unpointedly, sharply, dull, you know, whatever it is, and it's just been, it's 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 actually been really exciting. It's been inspiring, really. You know, um, being back and 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 really like, and putting energy into those relationships. And I've actually decided that I don't have a lot of time to play golf, sadly. Um, And so I've decided that there are a lot of people that I want to play golf with. And if you message me on Instagram and you say you want to play golf, like I will, I will, I'm still at the point where I can try to make that happen. I don't know if that'll always be the case, but I I'm inspired by it, you know, and like meeting Stu, the guy who told me about band of brothers, like we hang, you know what I mean? Because in a sense, like if you like adventures in golf, like I would probably like you not, not because I'm just a sleazeball and like just looking for people to like kowtow. No, because like the show is not really about me. It's about the world. And so if you like the world, then we'll probably like each other, (laughs) you know? So I've decided to do this thing where I'm going to, every week I'm going to play golf with three people and I'm going to schedule a foursome and just do it. And like, you know, I think people will show up and like a lot of them, like I'm starting out with people that I haven't like my one friend, Scott, I haven't seen him in like probably four years, but he was like the president of the Shivas iron society, which is like a mystical golf society that was based in San Francisco. And, you know, he emailed me the other day and I was like, great, let's play golf with you. And then we're going to play one golf with one of the guys from the vice commercial. And then we'll play golf with some guy from Instagram that just said, let's play golf. So I'm really excited to begin that process, you know, and like. You know, because I love golf and I love, but I don't want to go play alone and I want to, and, and you know, what's exciting, Jeff, you're going to play golf too.
1: Oh, awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Can you provide me with some clubs? I can provide you with clubs. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. So anyway, that's, that's a long way around. Uh, What was the topic? Instagram?
1: Yeah. You were talking about how Instagram is a place to meet people. But why did
0: we bring it up? Oh yeah. Because the podcast should be a thing. If you, ha- By the way, if you're stumbling upon this podcast, I posted a thing on Instagram that said that if you comment, that we'll send you some free stuff. Yeah, if you comment on iTunes. A comment on iTunes. Yeah, go to Instagram and you can see the thing, at Eric Andrews What else? I mean, are we done? This is like...
1: Have we covered? We're much? at
0: 29 minutes. Is there anything else we can talk about? If um, you have any... Yeah, send well, us Well, I mean, them.
1: I was curious about something. Uh, you dropped out of high school, and I think that's really interesting because, you know... Most people who drop out of high school, uh, you know, to compliment you, I mean, you've achieved, they die, they die young. (laughs) I mean, you've achieved a great deal of success despite that in a way. So what implored you to drop out of high school? I was really curious. The
0: jury is still out on whether or not I'm successful, but what implored me to drop out of high school? Right. Let's dig back into this. Okay. So I was in New Jersey and I was in, um, Madison high school. And I did my freshman year. Oh, I know what it was. Yeah, yeah. So it was my freshman year, and then I then I went to sophomore year. But most of my classes were still made up of freshman classes because I got a lot of Fs. I failed most of my classes, and I mean, yeah, you know, obviously, like it was just lack of interest. Like you know, it's funny. I I was I was the guy that um, I would come and go from school with no backpack or books. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there was always one of those kids I remember
0: yeah yeah and I was a fucking psycho like literally uh I, as a freshman the seniors would literally walk up to me and be like here take this and it would just be a pill and I would just take it <laughs> I wish I knew all your names now I can't remember I was so high because the pills they gave me <laughs> <laughs> Chris Haas I remember him Steve Steve Haas we've been reconnected anyway um so yeah we uh So I, so I got to sophomore year and then, um, what happened? I think, I think I made it through sophomore year, but I got, oh yeah, yeah. I got in trouble sophomore year in high school and, oh, and then I had to go to rehab. And, uh, so I went to outpatient rehab, which by the way, means that like you can just drink alcohol all day, every day, which I did, which was like pretty hard actually for a young guy. And this I mean, was in
1: the middle of the school year 16. you were doing the outpatient rate. Yeah, I would
0: drink vodka in the morning. That's pretty tragic actually saying it right now.
1: Where were you getting the alcohol from at 16?
0: Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Like I think it was just like catch as catch can, you know, like find someone outside a liquor store, get a, get a, get a, get, a, get someone's older sibling to buy it. Yeah. Um, but that's why it was vodka cuz like, you know, a bottle of vodka could last like a week or two, maybe a week. I mean you got what twenty-four ounces? That's twenty-four shots, like
1: that's yeah, go a
0: long way. Five shots a day. Yeah, I'm like doing the math. <laughs> um yeah, so anyway, then I can't remember how I ended up in boarding school. I think I think I got kicked out of high school and they were like, We you you need to go to boarding school. So then I went to boarding school and I actually did really well at first. Cause it was kind of like a creative school and then, um, but I was like not doing drugs and then someone, I somehow found a way to get drugs in school and I got like, I just literally my grades went from like A's to F's and then they were like, um... actually the, the best story from it all. Well, basically they, 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 they caught me sneaking back into the school in the middle of the night and they were like, you were doing drugs. And I was like, uh, prove it. And they, so then they gave me a drug test. And it was really funny because I was with a group of people, a small group, and they gave me the drug. They gave all of us the drug test and like a week went by and then like a week and a half. And I was like, where the fuck are the results? Because I knew that I was going to fail that drug test. And then finally, I just couldn't take it anymore. So I went to the dean's office and I was like, "When are the results coming back. And he was like, soon. And I think in hindsight, there was no drug test. But I basically was like, well, I failed. And he was like, really? Like, you know, I was like, basically I was a kamikaze pilot and the plane was just my life. And I was just trying to ruin it, you know, for whatever reason, I wish I knew, you know, I woke up this morning and I made my bed and I was still surprised that my life was such a mess. And now I'm like, time to make the bed. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's just so weird. So anyway, I, I got, uh, uh, you know, I got, I got kicked out and we had this, the one, uh, the one guy that managed our dorm, our dorm head was like, I think his name was Bill. And the guy was like seven feet tall, beautiful white hair, huge white beard, old guy. He wore like black and white checkered flannel every day, you know, just, you know, boots, like, you know, he was Paul Bunyan and he did dip, he did chewing tobacco, you know? And I was like, I would always do dip because you couldn't really smoke cigarettes in school because it's easy to get caught, but dip, you couldn't really get caught. And it was rumored that he did dip and we all kind of like had the students that did dip had like a kinship with him, you know? And so he had to drive me to the to the bus stop, which was like a 90 minute drive up in Vermont. And, um, we get in the bus and get like, we get in the 15 passenger van and I got my duffel bag in my trunk and I'm like fucking crying because I'm such a loser You know what I mean? But like also relieved because I hated it. And um, we get like on the freeway and it's like the middle of the winter and it's like snow everywhere. And we get, we start driving on the freeway and then he just pulls out a tin of Copenhagen and hands it to me. And he goes, uh, he goes, here you go. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh shit, this is like the real shit. And I I like, I put too much in. It was like, because Copenhagen is like sawdust. I don't know. This is like kind of insider if you're into chewing tobacco, but obviously, I'm not into tobacco anymore. Tobacco's gross. You shouldn't do it. Don't smoke. It's disgusting. I mean, what else? I mean, I think that's pretty much it. What else? I mean, they the, got the, you know, that's it. That's it. Like, what else? Uh, Tell me about the Masters. That wasn't
1: a conclusion to the story or?
0: Yeah, I dropped out of high school and then uh, there was. Did you want more?
1: Oh, I was just curious. I mean, oh,
0: I don't know. That's, did that's, you ever have a desire
1: to like get like a GED or do anything like that?
0: No. I mean you don't really need one in more in this world, you know. Yeah. I went I got a jo- I waited tables. I did that and then um in New York and then I got a job working with the photographer. And Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think yeah. That's such a different life. Um what else? Um I think Think that's it. I think you, I think you tell me about the Masters. What do you want to do for the Masters? Maybe I should just come up with the idea. What should we do, Jeff? Uh,
1: well, so how much access do you have? Can you like get through to every player that's there? And yeah, I think them? I could
0: interview players. Should we interview players? Should we, would you rather them? I feel like the Masters is not the right place to play. Would you rather?
1: Isn't that like a very conservative uh atmosphere? Yeah, would you
0: rather pull your toenail off with a fork or kick a nail? <laughs> into your into your thumb toenail into a wall. Would you rather smell like shit and not know it or only be smelling shit that no one else can smell? Yeah. Are That's those a real the question.
1: Same questions that like, the golf channel will be asking us
0: players. <laughs> <laughs> what would you rather? Would you rather smell like shit or, or not or not?
1: Oh you're asking me? Yeah. Uh or not what what's the other would answer? you rather
0: smell like shit and not know it okay. or always be smelling shit that no one else can smell?
1: Uh, I guess smell like shit and not know it. I don't want to affect other people.
0: That's the common answer. <laughs> I agree. I would not want to smell it. would be so bad to <laughs> smell like shit and not know it. That'd be so bad. Um, we're going to have a guest on soon. Are you guys ready for a guest? Should we tell them who the guest is or no?
1: Uh, I don't think we should. Well, it's not confirmed yet. So we got to wait yeah, on it. Yeah, we have no idea who it is. It's a mystery person.
0: It may or may not be The Rock. Not Dwayne Johnson, but just a rock. (laughs) (laughs) No, but we're going to have some really good guests. I'm pretty excited for that. We're going to have unusual guests. Like, in fact, here's a good game. If you can guess the guest, I'll send you something. Yeah. What will I send you? Maybe a bill. (laughs) I'll send you my electric bill. (laughs) No, but I mean, like, it's going to be really interesting. The guests that we're going to have are going to be pretty exciting. Yeah. I would say we've got one, two, three guests lined up that we're going to pepper out over the next couple years? No. <laughs> All right, well, that's it. Everybody stay tuned. We got to have a good ending. We got to really end strong. How do we end strong?
1: Uh, well, why don't we uh, talk a little bit about uh, we didn't go into Be The Ball or should we wait on that?
0: I'm pretty tired, man. I mean, I feel like okay. we've done pretty good. We got, right. we got 39 minutes. Like, I don't think people even want that much.
1: Okay.
0: I mean, podcasts are so lazy. Seinfeld, all these amazing netflix shows stranger things like they spent millions of dollars making one hour of content for you jeff and i are just sitting here in sweats using shitty mics and like you know what i mean like that's like podcasting is so lazy i apologize that i'm making a podcast i think this is the last episode (laughs) (laughs) enjoy it thanks for listening everybody and um you know get involved in your local chamber of commerce and on iTunes. Comment, rate, history, whatever, function, Apple Z. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's it. We're done.